Welcome to the Becoming Titans podcast. I'm Russ Yeager, founder and CEO of Body Transformation University. I help busy business owners and executives get a beach-ready body without killing themselves in the gym hours every day, giving up the foods they love, or taking away time from their family or business. I believe putting your health first is the most important thing you can do to propel your business and financial success, ignite passion in your relationships, and to live a happier, more fulfilled life. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing inspirational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. Welcome to Becoming Titans podcast. I'm so excited for today's guest. He is the CEO and founder of High Level Marketing, Wesley Matthews. Wesley, so pumped to talk with you, brother. Um, you've got an amazing business. I want to hear how you uh, started your business. I want to hear how you've been able to scale, uh, which is the hardest thing going through that right now myself, one of the hardest things. So welcome to the show, brother. How are you doing today? Awesome. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. Def- definitely, Wesley. So tell us, so you, so your co-founder, you started with two employees, what, 11 years ago. Now you're over 50, right? Doing over six and a half million dollars in revenue. Like guys, I want you to realize I saw a stat the other day. There's 31 and a half approximately small businesses in America. 25 million have one employee. Another five and a half million have 12 or less employees. Only 600,000 make it into having more than 12 employees. So you've, you've surpassed, well surpassed that, doing something most people never do. Congratulations. So tell, how did you get started and, and how have you been able to scale, Wesley? Yeah, for sure. And I actually have some more to add on to that. That's happened in the the last four or five months. So I actually just went through a large acquisition and uh, we've actually partnered with another agency out of Alabama. So, you know, high level marketing, I started this company 11 and a half years ago. And really the reason why I started the company is I've always been sort of sales at heart and, you know, path of least resistance. And I, I happened to work for a web company based out of Michigan. And as a sales guy, uh, they just made my life extremely difficult. You know, I was always, I could bring the business in, but from a deliverable standpoint, this company blew up every project that I brought to the table. And I'm like, there's got to be an easier way to do this. And for me, you know, I love the B2B. I love entrepreneurial small businesses because at the time I was in my young twenties and I'm like, nobody's going to take me serious if I'm in finance or, you know, I was doing mortgages a little bit, moonlighting. And I'm like, but from a web tech perspective, like being in my twenties, that's ideal, right? All the old people come to me and say, Hey, how do you do this? And long story short, I just, I want to blow that up and say, there's got to be an easier way to do this. So I ended up building my own system and I was able to figure out sort of by accident, uh, getting small local companies ranked on Google. And, um, I just started to evolve that. And over the course of a couple of years, uh, through battle scars and trying different things, I, I happened to find a partner who, you know, I always lacked a technical software guy that I could grow a company with. So, you know, I grew up in the, the restaurant business, meaning my first job, I was a dishwasher. I just loved everything about restaurants. So I always related the web business to a restaurant. Like you have the front of the house and you have the back of the house. And I found my partner, we were the same age, just a technical genius. You know, he was the back of the house, like the nuts and bolts, the technical build aspect. And I was everything else, the hostess, the server, the bartender, And, uh, you know, we just said, hey, like, let's partner, let's do this thing where the vision was let's work with small to mid-sized local companies and do their website because, A, every business needs a website. And but everybody was doing them poorly. They don't know where to go. Digital marketing was just sort of coming up. 
And, uh, you know, we, we, we felt that, you know, we could, we had our own proprietary technology. Like it was a perfect storm 11 and a half years ago. So what we did is we actually just started to like hire, I hired somebody, he, he had a designer and we slowly just sort of grew this company, uh, together as, as high level marketing. So a, a lot of stories and value and experience shares throughout the last 11, 11 and a half years. But my goal and vision was always to grow and scale a business. I always had a vision of having a hundred million dollar business um, that's adding value. And, you know, over the course of 11 and a half years through a lot of different things happening, I made the decision through COVID uh, to go through an acquisition and we actually partnered with another agency from Alabama. So, you know, I grew the company to about 50 employees as high level marketing. We did six and a half million in revenue in 2020. And uh, I now partnered with an agency where we retained high level marketing as the name. Um, they bought the majority stake of high level marketing. Uh, but now we have 106 employees together and we're about five months into the integrations together. And uh, I mean, I actually just had breakfast with one of our leaders from Nashville and some of the team. I mean, with COVID and everything that's happened, I mean, you know, I'm in my vehicle right now and we're talking about people working remote and we have people over the United States now. Uh, it's just been a pretty wild ride. Um, yet the reason why I ended up partnering with this uh, agency is they had the same vision of growing and scaling the company. And I, I like to give, I like to create opportunities, experiences. And I thought that at this point, this is the best opportunity for my employees to scale, for the company to scale. Because I also recognize that, you know, we were growing like this at, at HLM it wasn't fast enough. And I felt that if I didn't do something as CEO of that company, um, it was going to hurt us. So I kind of had to do some self-reflection, some self-reflection and, and make the decision to, I now stepped aside as CEO. And now my title for the organization is chief revenue officer, which really means relationships, helping grow sales, scale that model. Um, and then, you know, the new CEO of the, the Bell Media at HLM He's very like, you know, this is a guy I want to get behind to help grow and scale this company to $100 million. So it was kind of like the next level thinking as an entrepreneur of how do you keep, how do you keep going? How do you keep going and growing? That's awesome, man. There, there's so many good things in there. So, so first of all, I hope you guys did. I hope you guys are getting the lessons. I, I got, got several. The first one I heard was uh, you solved a problem. You found a problem. You solved a problem. So many people start their own business because they, they think it's a good idea or they love it and it's, it's untested to the market. You were in a business and you saw a problem, you solved that problem. So I hope you guys are getting that. The you know other thing I heard is you said you partnered with uh, your partner and you're the you know sales, you know, marketing, big thinker, you know, person, and he's the more technical person. Was that intentional um, or, it was, or did it yeah, work it, out that way? No, it was very intentional because, you know, when I first started my company, right, I was like, I want to make all the money. I want to have all the control. And if I do this myself, I retain all the profits. And then after about two or three years of doing that, I'm like, it's kind of lonely and I can't do everything. And I'm, that's when I started to think like, okay, if I bring in people that are smarter than me or somebody that I can actually turn to and say, hey, let's work on this together. Um, you know, that's where that opportunity came up. And, you know, the idea around creating this partnership with somebody who he would never step on my toes and I'm never going to step on his toes. And we both had the same outlook. I thought that was fantastic because I'm not going to tell him how to code better or, or do different technology. 
I could sort of just talk about the vision and, and the flip side, like he could talk about customers or relationships or sales, but he's never going to like, it was a good yin yang relationship. And it's one that, you know, it, it was the best decision that we both made up until this point. Yeah. Having that, uh, you know, again, and, and I heard you say it twice as you had that strategic partnership, you, you you know, your strengths, finding someone to compliment you versus getting somebody who thinks exactly like you. And then I heard it when in your acquisition, you said you found a company, not just that you, you doubled in size overnight, uh, over, overnight, right? But yeah, you doubled in size, right, sure. at least in terms of employees, it sounds like. But you said something that, that stuck out to me is they were in alignment with your vision. How important yeah, is that? You know, if you're yeah, going to look at super important, you know, because I think if you rewind, you know, so I grew the company to six and a half million. And, you know, I think as an entrepreneur, as a human being, like I'm my own worst enemy, right? I'm a visionary. A lot happens here. And I started to doubt myself as the CEO, right? I started to say we should be scaled. We should be doing more revenue. I'm not doing this right. So, and I didn't go to a traditional school, right? I went to like community college and I kind of took a different route. And, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm not a professionally managed CEO. Like I didn't grow up. I didn't, I wasn't a little kid to say, man, I want to be a CEO of a fortune 500 company. I mean, I literally won the role of CEO because it was my own company and nobody could fight me and take it out of my own hands. So when COVID hit, I had a lot of self-reflection and I'm like starting to notice, like, what am I really good at and what do I want to do? Um, you know, I just turned 40. Um, I have four kids under the age of 12 and I'm like, I'm not the best CEO. And my big vision was always like, do I hire a CEO? And I started thinking about that cost. And then I have to like lead that CEO. I'm like, well, if I can't do it, how am I going to lead one? So when this opportunity came up, I really met this gentleman and I'm like, man, I just, I painted this vision of like, I see him as the CEO of high level marketing and what I love to do. Like when I wake up and don't even make a, you know, I don't have to say, all right, what am I going to do? It's always relationships. It's always adding value, growing businesses and big relationships. So it just sort of like, I put it out there and it just sort of happened. And, you know, for me, I think one of the biggest learnings, like four years ago, five years ago, Wes, no, like my ego was too big. Like I'm leading this company. This is what I do. But some point along the way, I just, the self-reflection was, you know, it's just time, you know, it's time for me to pass the baton. Um, if I can be an executive on this team, I'm still equity partner in this company. But if you want to get to the next level, you, you can't do the same thing every day and expect a different result. And I was doing that for many years. And so I, I wanted to make a drastic change. And this was, to me, one of the best opportunities to get to that next level. That's awesome. So, you, so you, I mean, that shows to me a tremendous amount of self-awareness and, you know, to be able to say, hey, here's what I'm great at. Here's here's what I need, and to be able to find someone to partner and be willing to say, hey, I don't need. It's not about my ego. I'm willing to step, you know, aside, not down, but step aside from CEO and focus on yeah. what what my superpower is. And I think so many, or I know so many business owners, myself included, I did it longer than you. Is you're trying to do everything yourself. You know, I had employees. You know, they were doing the the basic stuff, but in terms of running the business, I was doing everything. I was the only sales guy. And, yep. and, and I was making money, like you said, and well, I don't want to grow bigger because now I'm giving away the money. I'm giving away control, all that kind of stuff. But like you said, it, it gets lonely uh, and you realize you've worked yourself into a job 
you know, you own yeah. that you own, even if you're making money, you know, it's, it's not a, a, a business. I have some great mentors now. And when a mentor said, you know, the definition of business business is an asset that, you know, pays you money, whether you're um, involved in working in it or not. And so creating right. those true business systems, you know, creating that, that leadership team, all those kinds of things. Um, and I hope, you know, there's, I, I always talk about, you know, guys, like if you just keep showing up, you never give up. You have that bullheaded stubbornness, like you're going to figure it out. But as I've gotten older and I hope the younger guys can, can take this advice is learn from other people. Like, listen, there, there's, there's yeah. a process to growing and scaling and being successful. There's a formula. And so you can, the shortcut is learning, you know, whether you get coaches, I'm a big believer in coaches and mentors and consultants, but even just listening to podcasts like this, listen to people, you know, like Wesley who, who've gone through it and, and taking, you know, that advice following in those footpaths. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, a big game changer for me is um, about seven, eight years ago, um, I kind of hit this point where like I was ready to go crazy. You know, I'm, I'm trying to grow this company. I have a lot of yes men around me and I met a mentor here locally in Detroit and I'm kind of dumping all these issues onto him. Cause I know where to go. I had no release valve. You know, my best friends are, you know, they're W2 employees. They're not self-employed. They don't know what it's like to have an over million dollar business. And I had nobody to talk to. So I'm talking to this gentleman who's really successful, scaled multiple companies. And he's like, you're not going crazy. He's like, you need to join this organization called EO, Entrepreneur Organization. And I didn't hesitate that day. I called EO. And uh, what I found out quickly was EO was this little network of about 100 local business owners in the Detroit area that are all founders, entrepreneurs that are grossing over a million dollars in revenue. And I joined that as fast as I could. And, you know, it changed my life because I met other entrepreneurs that are going through the same stuff. I mean, some guys might be doing a million, some might be, I mean, a couple, like a billion dollars in revenue. And what I started to learn is, you know, it, it's just, everybody has the same challenges. There's just more people and more zeros. And, you know, really investing into this organization and spending time with these individuals changed my life. You know, I remember my mom telling me in high school, right, maybe I didn't run with the best crowd, but she's like, you're going to turn into who you hang out with. So be careful who you hang out with. And I can appreciate that now because I hang out with really successful entrepreneurs that constantly push and work on themselves and they want to be better. And like that right there changed my life. Um, and I think anybody that's like in business or, you know, it's just, I, I've invested in myself more now the last 11 and a half years in terms of audiobooks and personal development. Like I wasn't, you know, I skated by school, like 2.0, I can graduate. Okay. I'm going to get a 2.0. Um, I just never took the time to invest in myself. And now I've really spent a lot of time doing that. And it's, it's paid dividends. I think if I reflect back 11 and a half years ago till today, like I'm a, I'm a completely different human being from when I, I just turned 40 to when I was 30 and, you know, scaling the business and doing different things along the way has kind of just helped. And I think the hardest part is, you know, just, just putting the ego aside and getting out of my own way and recognizing that, Hey, you're not the best, right. Or partner with the best and hire the best. So it's just, it's, it's been a great evolution of thinking and, and growth and process along the way. We, we, become the, we are the bottlenecks of the business as the business owner. You know, I had heard that for years, but I, I, I never really got it until, till recently. And look guys, it's not coincidence. You hear, you know, Wesley talking about, he, 
you know, was stuck, didn't know what to do, felt isolated. He got in a group. He listened to a mentor who was, you know, above him, at least financially. And he got in a group. He got mentorship. He got got help like these things. You hear we talk about it week after week after week. It's not coincidence. There is a formula. Get help. Get plugged in and, and work together. So the 15 minutes goes quick. I want to ask you. I got like five more questions I want to ask sure. you, but I'm going to I'm going to ask this one. Yeah. Because you're you're very successful, I have no doubt you're going to go to 100 million and beyond. I, I can tell. I'm very into it. Like it's not a question in my mind. And you're going to make a even bigger impact than you're already making, uh, Wesley. But it, I'm at, I'm positive, or I'm pretty sure it hasn't been all roses in a straight line of success. So what's the hardest thing you've ever had to been ever had to go through, and, and how did you get through it? You know, <clears throat> I think it's it's people, right? I think I'm an emotional guy. Like I'm a visionary, I'm an emotional guy. And, you know, running a business, you have to sort of separate that personal business relationship because a lot of people are going to come and go. Um, you know, I, I if I can reflect back in the last 11 and a half years, I mean, you know, having leaders come in or certain people and then things are going great and then they leave. Like I would take a personal, like, man, like that's a dig on me, you know, and that was probably the biggest challenge of just growing and scaling the people. But the one thing that stands out is the unknown was COVID, right? I mean, that literally came out of nowhere. You know, thankfully we're in digital marketing web. I mean, I put some protective measures in place and my goal was to let the team know my job is to protect your job and to protect everything we're doing. So I rolled, I rolled out a very simple five point plan. I worked really hard because we went remote as soon as COVID happened. And I just worked really hard to ensure, to let the team know that there might be chaos and all this stuff, uncertainty in the world. But if I can create some stability around your livelihood and your job, um, you know, that was probably the biggest and hardest challenge, I think, at the time, because that was just like a, I think as an entrepreneur, as a visionary, like control, like I wasn't in control. And uh, yeah, that, that was probably one of the largest, biggest challenges the last 10 years. Yeah. COVID punched us all in the face. And, you know, I, I've talked about this a lot on the show. I mean, we, we, you know, we're in fitness, right? So our, my studios were forced to shut down for, you know, six weeks, eight weeks. And, you know, we were down uh, about 30% in the first quarter. We ended up up 10% for the year and we're up 50% this year because we pivoted, we adjusted things. And that's, that's kind of what we've seen, but I can relate to the people thing. I've, I've always been, I love people saying we have a lot of similarities. You know, I'm a relationship guy. I'm an emotional guy. Um, I get too close to my employees, too too personal. And and look, you want to have your employees know that you genuinely care about them. That's it's a it's a strength. That's an asset. But it can can become a liability. I've learned that I can't take things yeah. personally when they disappoint me or when they decide yeah. to to move on. Like you said, so Wesley, this has been awesome, dude. So last thing, I just want to know where can uh, my audience and listeners find more about find out more about you, find out more about your you know company and, and what you guys are doing. For sure. Uh, easiest way to find me is probably on LinkedIn, Wesley Matthews, Matthews with one T, um, highlevelmarketing.com. Uh, that's where you can learn a little bit about who we are, what we do. And uh, yeah, happy to filter emails, questions, comments. Uh, I love all that. So, you know, one of my burning desires is to help uh, other entrepreneurs through my own experiences and, yeah. Uh, email. You can email me too at Wes at highlevelmarketing.com. So I appreciate it. That's that's awesome, guys. You, you hear that. And I, I want you to hear that. He's He's got over 100 employees. 
growing, highly successful business, and he gave you his personal email. People that are successful want to help. I see it time and time again. You're the exact kind of person why I started becoming Titans Podcast, Wesley. I appreciate you guys. Be sure to follow Wesley. Um, you know, get give him some love, give him some follows, find out what he's doing with his company and and let him. He, he gave so much gold today. I took notes, a uh, bunch of notes myself, and I know he can add great value to, your, to, uh, to you guys. And if you enjoyed the podcast, which I know you did, be sure to share it out. Uh, give us a like, give us a review. Wesley, thanks so much. And I look forward to talking to you soon, my man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Russ Yeager here. Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming Titans podcast. If you're a successful business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, consider your company as having a true purpose and would like to be a guest on this program, please visit russyeager.com forward slash apply. And hey, if you got value out of the interview today, I'd be so grateful if you simply would share it on your favorite social media platform. And if you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, tag them on social media to let them know about it and include hashtag Becoming Titans. I love seeing you guys' posts and guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content, so to make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and really mean a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more about what I do, go to RussJager.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram, all under my name. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day, and we'll see you next time.